everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, McKenna Carr. Hey, guys. <laughs> McKenna, welcome. This is your first time on a podcast ever. Ever, ever. Ever. And so excited. I am so glad you're here and would just love, before we get into Joshua 10, to hear a little bit more about how you came to know the Lord and then fast forward what's going on in your life today. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a Christian household, really grateful that my parents both knew the Lord and helped raise my sister and I to know and love Him. Um, and fast forward, like truly the Lord's blessing and provision has just been over my life. I've been really grateful that um, I've gotten to walk with Him, I feel like, for the duration of my 26 years of life. Mm. But I did find that um, in the summer of 2019, I was posed kind of the question of like, all right, are you all in with me? Or are you all in because of the community of believers around you? Mm. And I found that the answer was because of the believers around me. And so I feel like that was a really sweet time to come before the Lord and say, no, Lord, like I want you to be my number one. Um, fast forward from there, in August of 2020, I got married to my husband, Daniel Cart, and he's from here. I'm from Colorado originally. Wow. Um, cool. So moved here and jumped in with Watermark, started attending virtually before I could actually come in person, but um, we get to serve with four or five kids. Been doing that since, ever since we moved here, and um, it's been incredible. I love getting to work with kiddos. I also have a passion for theater, um, so I also uh, work for a company called Bright Lights Theater, and it's a Christian theater ministry here in Dallas, and I love That's it. so neat. Yeah. Well, uh, I know Watermark Kids is always looking for more volunteers, so yes. if you Bring are it. in the Dallas area looking for a place to serve or just uh, seeking the Lord and, and feel that He might be directing you to serve with kids, we will put the link to serve in this episode description, along with we've recently started putting uh, relevant scripture passages, additional resources, all sorts of information in those episode descriptions, so make sure to check it out. But that said, today— we're in Joshua 10. Joshua 10. And I know if, if friends listening are following along in the journals, they know we're going to answer this interpretive challenge that comes from verse 13. What is the book of Jasher? Uh, Jasher, ja- Jashar, however you say it. What is that book? We're going to get there. But before we do, McKenna, uh, what other observations did you make in this in this passage? Yeah, well, I love um, in this passage, really, that the Lord just makes a promise very directly. In Joshua 10, 8, he says, Do not be afraid of them. I have given them into your hand. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. And I love that the Lord is so direct. And we don't always get that much direct contact from the Lord mm-hmm. nowadays. But like he was very clear with Joshua when he said, do not be afraid. And I've given them into your hands. And so with that authority then, Joshua, I feel like acts with such He just acts with boldness uh, that comes from knowing that the Lord is sovereign and that he's going to deliver on his promise. Um, And so that really just encourages me because in the continuation of reading through the rest of Joshua 10 is just God fulfilling that promise Mm -hmm. through hailstones. I was like— Shout out to Texas for having hailstones that scare the bejeebers out of everyone. But yeah. you're like, oh, the Lord Lord could definitely— He could do it. He can do it. Um, and then making the sun stand still for over 24 hours is obviously a miracle that we haven't seen to this day, but um, is another way the Lord just fights for His people. And then just through the rest of it that He literally gives one by one by one. There's not a single person that could withstand Joshua or the army um, that the Lord has raised up. Um, so I love that because— 
the Lord just fulfills his promise so clearly. And I think that that really can give us as believers confidence in the promises that God makes um, all throughout scripture because we get to see such evidence in the way that he does it here. I mean, obviously he has promised us that he's never going to leave or forsake us, that if we trust in him, we'll be saved, that his grace abounds so that we can abound in his good works. I'm I'm like, all those things are day-to-day promises that we get to Mm. step into and live in because of what he's promised and that he is faithful and sovereign in his promises. That's good, McKenna. What does that look like for you? And you're like getting real. Yeah. yeah, all that sounds great. It's it Christiany. <laughs> Jesus is awesome. God's faithful. Whatever, not whatever in a disrespectful way, but whatever in like, hey, those things are true. Yeah, how does that affect your life? Yeah, I I feel like trusting the Lord has been one of those things in my journey that I've really had to ask the Lord to show me what that looks like realistically. Part of my testimony, I feel like, is when I was even looking for a college, I felt like I I started looking so early and I didn't know where I was supposed to go. And I was like, Lord, I want to go where you would send me, but I don't know what that looks like. And I I started that process in 10th grade and I Mm. did not know what college I was attending until the day after I graduated. I got a phone call saying like, this is where you're going to go. That was not on my timeline. And I feel like- You wanted to know way sooner. Way sooner. And I was trying to control that. But um, I feel like it's been little instances like that. Even in the house buying process my husband and I went through, um, it was like- Lord, we looked for a year and a half. Can we please have yeah. a house? And so Dallas just is of, crazy. Oh man, but, that that is true provision. Yeah, to but find a home. It really was like and the the timing of everything. We've just continued to see, and I feel like as we continue to look for moments of God's faithfulness, we will see them if we're looking. And so continuing to just be prayerful. I think I was talking about with my husband that, like, I love Joshua's boldness and asking the Lord. Like, it's not a—and it's not even really a question. He's just like, all right, Lord, do this. Like, Yeah, you got to show up. You got to show up. And I think that as believers, we can be really timid um, and afraid to ask God for big things. And I think that— a house is a big thing. And so it was one of those things that it's like, okay, this is a big request, Lord, but like, I trust your provision. Mm -hmm. And so the practical application of just like asking the Lord and seeking Him and actually meaning it and not being afraid to trust that He does big things. Totally, McKenna. I'd love to camp out there a little longer, but we've got to answer this interpretive challenge. So I know you did some studying. We're looking at verse 13. Is this not written in the book of Jasher? The sun stopped in the midst of heaven and did not hurry to set for about a whole day. What's this book? I've never, I mean, most people, I've studied Joshua before, so I have heard of it. But like, we never hear about this other book. What is it? What'd, yeah. you, what'd you find? Uh, well, I found that it's only mentioned one other time in the Bible in Second Samuel, but that it is a collection, they think, of poems and songs um, attributing to the heroes of the battles of um, the Israelites throughout their time battling, I guess. <laughs> um, and it doesn't exist today that they've they've not been able to find a copy, which is— There's some fake copies out there. Fake copies. Keep it. Keep your research real because you gotta <laughs> got to know what's fake out there. But I really loved On God Questions. That's kind of where I was looking at stuff because I, I had never heard of it. I think I had read through Joshua before and just skipped right over that of like, oh, what is that? What is that? But hmm. yeah, hmm. but now I got to look into it. And uh, it talks about how history— 
as recorded in the Bible, didn't occur in isolation. And I really, really love that because it reminds us as believers that our faith is not made up. Like this is something that we can trust because there are historical evidences outside of the Bible. So I really wish that we could find the book of Jasher because I think it would make an epic movie sequence. But... You know, you know, here we are. Here we are. I love I love that wording. History didn't occur in isolation or biblical history didn't occur in isolation. Like there are secular sources that we can look to that affirm the history the scriptures record, which is so neat. Yeah. And McKenna, as we wrap up, you also said something interesting that in the past this could be a verse that that we're tempted to just skip right over and say, I don't know what that means. I'm gonna keep going. But the work you did to press in and study it is so critical because uh, a lot of times when I worked in college ministry, I would meet with these students who'd been in church their whole lives, but they'd get to this point where they realize they don't know as much about the Bible as they probably should by now or think they should by now. And when you kind of unpack why that is, like how can you have done sorority Bible study and worked summer camp and gone to VBS as a kid and done all these things and then get to be 21 years old and realize, I don't really understand how the Bible all fits together at all. You unpack that box and it's like, hey, I see something I don't understand. And I skip and I skip again and I skip. Oh, this is boring. I skip. And you do a whole life of skipping through the scriptures. You get 10 years down the road in that pattern. And suddenly you're like, man, I don't know that I understand the Bible at all because I've just been skipping stuff when it gets hard. And so I think there's a good challenge there for all of us that when we come across a verse that um, if somebody asked us to explain it, we couldn't, we've got more work to do. Like that's a that's a telling sign and we'll never be able to perfectly explain everything, but that's definitely a great next step. Absolutely. So thank you for studying well and demonstrating what that looks like. And uh, I think we're out of time. Yeah. So as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.